Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley, a year older, Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast where we talk about our lives and also some TV and also probably food. Yeah, mostly food. Folks, we have a big one today, but before we get into that, are you members of our Patreon yet? Go over to patreon.com forward slash reality blows, and for five bucks a month, you get two blowness episodes a month. Ash and I just dropped the 2nd of July, 2021, where we talked about Space Jam, A New Legacy. Folks, are you going to spend money on that movie in the theaters? Are you going to watch it for two hours on HBO Max? Or are you going to pay five bucks to listen to Ash and I tell you the plot from beginning to end? in about uh, an hour uh, or less. With colorful commentary. That's right. And you can find out whether or not we liked that piece of shit (laughs) over there, patreon.com forward slash reality blows. But for today, we are going to recap Ashley's birthday extravaganza, aren't we, Ash? We are indeed. So the week leading up to my birthday, I had the birthday blues. I was a little unfamiliar with the concept. It's never really struck me before, but boy, oh boy, did it get me this year, and it left me in a place where I didn't want to make plans, okay? I did not want to make plans. Two weeks before my birthday, I'm thinking, ooh, I'm going to make so many plans. I'm going to have a party. I'm going to do a prospect park hang. I'm going to do a thing where I invite all my friends, and then the week before my birthday, I was like, I'm I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do a single thing. Luckily, I had a couple of people who were kind of uh, in my life, and I wouldn't say harassing, but they were nudging me. They were saying, hey, what are we going to do for your birthday? Sending the occasional text, checking in, what's going on with your birthday. And thank goodness for those people, because when I told them on Friday, hey, this is what we're doing tomorrow. Can you make it? They were like, yeah, I've been saving this day for you. So that was pretty cool. There was a, a handful of people who were just ready to jump into a birthday extravaganza, and I appreciated that a great deal. So let's start from the very beginning. We all like birthdays that begin in the morning. I woke up. Nick, he leaves the room. He comes back. He has a present for me. Guess what it is? You'll never guess. It is an apple watch. That's right. My very own Apple watch. And I'm bringing up this very specific present. I'm not going to go through all my presents. I'm not a child. Okay, I'm not going to list all my presents here on the podcast, but I am going to talk about this one because you might remember about a year ago, Nick had a birthday and all that little baby boy wanted was an Apple Watch. It was November. It wasn't a year ago. Almost a year ago. What November's like in four months. Yeah, that's like six <laughs> months ago. Jack. <laughs> okay, all Nick wanted was an Apple Watch. He said, Ashley, give me an Apple Watch. And you know what I said? No, I said, I'm not bringing another screen into our life. I'm, I am morally against Apple Watches, babe. Ideologically, I don't think we need one, okay? I'm not going to get it for you. I'm sorry. I'm going to get you a train set instead. That's what you're going to get. So Nick was like bummed on his birthday. He didn't get his Apple Watch. Yeah, but I got that train set. Yeah, which was brought us a lot of joy, you have to admit. I'll tell you, that's going to be really fun to move with. Nick, your sarcasm is not detected. On I'll the be podcast. moving with this Apple Watch. It'll be on my wrist the whole time. That train set is gonna. We're gonna need to rent a truck for it to get it to our next place. Anyway, so um, I'm like, I'm looking at this Apple Watch. I'm looking at Nick. I'm like, babe, thank you for this present, but like, don't you know? Don't you know that at my core, I'm against adding another screen to my life. I'm against technology, babe. Let's go live in the woods. 
And Nick's like, yeah, but like, think about it, you know, spend the day, sleep on it, because it's just made my life. Uh, it's, it's upgraded my life. You know, it's got me on this fitness train. It's made me a little bit more um, free from my phone. I can leave my phone in a room and just ignore it for hours. If I get a text, I'm not automatically opening up Twitter on my phone just because it, the phone is in my hand. I can respond to the text on my watch. Nick's like, listen, the ease that it has incorporated in my life is worth it. So just think about it. And I go, okay, I'll freaking think about it. Well, it's mostly about the rings, closing those rings up. That health, that health, health ring, health ring. (laughs) Yeah, you're, it's, they have little goals. Yeah. Every day. It's kind of like uh, you get to figure out whether or not you're moving, if you're exercising or standing enough and uh, you got to close those rings. As a matter of fact, I close my rings pretty easily every single day, and I think I need to bump a couple of my ring goalposts up a little bit because I'm starting to just destroy it every single day, and it's I'm feeling like I'm not doing anything extra, and I want to be pushed to do a little extra here and there. So I think I might move my exercise goal from 30 minutes a day to 45 minutes a day. Well, listen, I'm going to cut this story short. Cut what? This, <laughs> cut what this. the hell did you just say, you crazy <laughs> son of a bitch? I'm gonna cut this story short, okay. and I the, the Apple Watch story, not no, the birthday story. No, I want to talk more about it. Let's talk about how cool the bands are. People are into the rings. Your sister was here, and yes. she mentioned that it is has the most accurate um, like counts. Like the Fitbit apparently is garbage. Like you're yeah. not getting any sort of accurate read on your athletic output but like the apple watch is legit and i'd like to say that i spent the day thinking about it and then i spent the next day thinking about it and i decided to commit to the apple watch because it's not something you can just be like okay i'll try it because it's a big investment so i decided to commit to it i'm absolutely obsessed with it i'm super into it they should sponsor this pod by the way hey apple apple Apple? Um, but something it did last night, I haven't even told you about. I absolutely loved. This is what it did last night. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there. We're watching Big Brother. We'll get to that. And um, sitting there, and it dings. And I look at it like, what do you want, Apple Watch? And it goes, it's time to breathe. Do you have one minute to work on your breath with me? And I was like, yeah, I do. And I started, and it took me through a breathing exercise for one minute. It was freaking awesome. I'll say that I get the you get the breathe notification about once a day and later in the evening. And at first you're like, I'm getting all into this Apple Watch. Anything it tells me to do, I'm going to do. And then I would say day two, I'm like mute for the day. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking sit here and breathe to my watch. I loved it. But it has a cool thing. Like you can feel it in how how long you should be inhaling and exhaling yeah. for. It is, it is very cool. And I'm into it. I, I, I did wonder whether or not it was asking me to breathe because I, I had a lot of tension going yeah. on. I could feel it. I think, I think it, that's what's going on. I think it t- it's it's always monitoring your heart rate. So it might it might might do that. Yeah. But you were watching TV. Yeah, but it, but was, it was a was tense moment. It was a tense moment. So basically, um, I, I'm looking at Nick. Let's go back to the birthday morning. I'm thinking, well, I'll think about this Apple Watch. We'll see how it goes. And we get up. We go We go to have breakfast at this little place around the corner that we absolutely love, but we're worried might be swamped because the neighborhood we live in has been absolutely off the rails, busy on the weekends to the point where we don't really want to leave the house because we're just bumping into a family nonstop. So we're like, oh, we're not going to get a seat, but let's try. We go over there. We get seated. 
immediately. It's almost like they knew it was my birthday. We had a great breakfast. We're feeling good. Guess what's happening around the corner? A ladies auxiliary flea market. That's right. Ladies from some church decided to have a flea market. What is auxiliary? I don't mean? know what auxiliary like, means, what it but means. it's so antiquated. I know one of the definitions of auxiliary, it does not seem to add up in this uh, usage of the word auxiliary. Well, there's some sort of like ladies auxiliary club because they've had like a fish fry here before and it is associated with the church. So let me do a little Google search and see what pops up. Okay, ladies auxiliary. What does that mean? An organization of women that is auxiliary, usually to a men's fraternal or social inter- um, organization. So they're just like side pieces. Is yeah, basically what it means. They're yeah. accoutrement to exactly. like the men's organization that is yeah. the church. Yep. They're the wives. <laughs> they're the wives. It's the wives club who sells shit on, under the pavilion. Uh, yeah. So they had a flea market. We went in there. I had scoped the goods the day before. Uh, I didn't have cash on me, so I wasn't able to scoop all those sweet little treats up. But I brought Nick back, and we found some good stuff. We we got me two pins, uh, P-I-N-S. Well, well, we got Ashley two pins. We didn't get me two pins. We got me two pins. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, hashtag we didn't me get, two We didn't pins. get hashtag me too. We got Ashley some pins. <laughs> One of them is a little brass lion, which is perfect for my B-Day because I'm a Leo. The other one is like the a picture, like a portrait of someone's dog. I don't know why. It just made us both happy. Um, what else did we get? Got you this uh, Ocean Grove homeowner's hat. There's a town around here called Ocean Grove. And uh, I guess back in the day when you were uh, a new homeowner, they would give you this hat, this little dad cap, and it's like a peach hat, and it just says Ocean Grove Homeowners. Yeah. A homeowner. and uh, Yeah, it's super retro looking. It's retro. It's a cool color. It's going to be good for Ash, you know, and uh, I, I, I spotted it as I'm a, I'm a hat hawk. I'll see a hat from a mile away. I, there are a few things that I can spot from a mile away. It's hats, shoes, namely sneakers, and uh, some, some other bullshit, but I saw that like at the bottom of a bucket, and I grabbed it. And I gave it to Ash, and Ash bought it. Now there's an old there's an old man who uh, looked at Ashley and went, "Now do you own a a, a home in Ocean Grove?" And uh, Ash went, "No." And he he's like, "Well." Yeah. He looked pissed. He was like, Damn, I already already got a already got her dollar. <laughs> yeah, like he was the guy selling the hat, and he looked upset. Like Nick was like, "One day we're gonna get a house," and yeah, I was, was just like, trying like, to make it better for him. Yeah. He was like, "Damn, I already have the dollar. Can't give the dollar back." Uh, and I was gonna be grumble. like, "It's a cool hat. It's like kind of got like a, a tie dye effect to it because it's old and some of the parts have like um kind of the color shifted, but it's peach with blue thread. Like it just looks neat. Like I would buy." this hat for like 30 bucks um but he was he did it was not happy when i told him that i was not <laughs> damn it i don't know one damn I'm like, no um we got a we got a strawberry bowl because i'm into collecting anything with that, strawberries now, on it now that's a bowl that has strawberries painted on it not, mm-hmm. a, not a bowl for strawberries correct yeah there was i i out there somewhere in the world exists a strawberry, a ceramic, ceramic strawberry where you can take the lid off the off of it and put stuff in it. And I want you to find that for me and get it for me one day. No problem. I saw it at an antique store years ago in Brooklyn, but I'm sure you can, surely they've made new ones since then. Um, and we, I got a sweatshirt that was uh, just like a, one of the church here, the local church. It was their soda staff 
sweatshirt. The soda staff. This is a dry town we live in. So. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's fun. It's and it was cool. like did a dollar. Try, did you try it on? I did. It's cute, but the uh, it needs some work. The sleeve, everything fits except for the sleeves are about 40 sizes too big. Like they're so big and puffy. But, but you can kind of. I cuffed it and it yeah. kind of like straightened them out a little bit. But then as I moved around, they kind of puffed out like, um, I don't know, like a, a prince's, like a puffy prince shirt. Like kind a puffy of. shirt. Um, but then I was like, maybe I'll cut the sleeves off and do like a, one of those sweatshirts with the sleeves cut off, like in the 80s. Sure. So it's a bust, huh? It might be. <laughs> um, so then we piled in the car and we went and picked up a couple of people who came in um, to the Newark train station to go roller skating with me. That's right. I love, I love my friends who were down to just hold the day for me and then also we're up for roller skating down to clown now your boy nick he was driving all around new jersey that day he's picking people up at the newark train station he's going over to the roller skating rink uh he's driving people back but so we picked everybody up and it was a little more stressful than we wanted it to be you know nick Um, freaked i didn't freak but it's like uh didn't really understand where i was going and uh, ashley instead of this is something that I didn't want to uh, bring up, but God, do I have to. Instead of asking one of her friends, um, well, a mutual friend of ours, uh, to just like give us like the name of the place that we were standing in front of, instead that person just dropped their location, and it brought us to like three different points yeah. in Newark. <laughs> it's time for a new phone. I know I have a new Apple Watch, but now it's time for a new Ashley's, Apple phone. You can't have Ashley navigate because she's got an old iPhone and the navigation, The G, her GPS is like, we live in New Jersey. Most of the time, it thinks that we're in Brooklyn. Like, yeah, it, it thinks we're in Brooklyn most <laughs> of the time. And when I dropped, when um, when they dropped the, the location and I hit it, I was like, okay, great. We're like five minutes away. And then we were like in the parking lot of a furniture store. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, okay, this can't be right. This let is me where the path is. Let me refresh. And then it refreshed. And then we were like in front of a bank. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know different. what is going on. But uh, we ended up working out, picked up some peeps, and we went over to a... Um, a roller skating rink in in a park in Newark that Ashley had scouted out for us. We all bought tickets in advance, um, and we went in there, and it was family skate. And I'd like to say something about this roller skating rink, which is that there were two kind of equal distance apart from the train station. And I spent some time looking at pictures, and there's something that you can get there's something that can happen with a roller skating rink. There's two ways it can go, okay, when you go go roller skating. Either A, you're going to a fun roller skating rink. It feels like people come here often. It's got fun music. It's got decor that was put up in the last decade. It's just got like a vibe where it's like this is a place people go roller skating and they have fun and it's great, okay? So there's that type of a roller skating rink. And then there's another type of roller skating skating rink that feels sad, uh, feels like no one has thought about it since maybe 1993. It definitely, all the snack machines are off. There's no fun lights. There's no fun music. Everyone who works there seems upset. It kind of has like a forgotten bowling alley vibe to it. Like you walk in and you're like, yeah, we're going to skate. And it's like, are you sure? So we, Nick and I have been in, in that roller skating rink before, that type of roller sk- skating rink, the latter. This one looked like the former. I looked at pictures. 
I was like, okay, people are having fun at this one. And absolutely, would you freaking believe it? It was popping when we pulled in, right? It was a whole, people were out there people on the ring. People were there. People were skating. People were skating. Kids were flipping and flopping all over the floor. I mean, it was almost dangerous at some point just because there were so many kids falling in front of you nonstop. See, the kids who can't skate, they give them these little walkers with wheels on them to yeah. kind of use to help them skate. So it's like training wheels for Made out of PVC pipes. PVC pipe. PVC yep. pipe. And, uh, but the other thing about kids, like little kids, is like they don't understand like that we're all going, you know, counterclockwise around this rink and we're all staying there. These kids are just darting backwards yeah. and in front of you <laughs> and you're dodging them like Frogger. And it's, uh, you know, it's one thing that, you, you know, if you yourself falls down, it's another thing if you yourself falls down and you take a five-year-old kid with you. You like, know, I thought you said falls, that you yourself falls down um, as a mistake, but then you doubled down, you said it again, you yourself fall down. Anyway, I'm just bringing that up because you like you to your, point out. You, it's, it'd be weird if you yourself fell down fell down because you don't want to you don't want to fall down and take out a kid when you fell down if you yourself falls, falls down if, falls if, isn't a I word falls right? down no <laughs> it falls down listen no one day we're gonna figure out who's right okay and then that person's gonna owe the other uh, gonna get a hundred dollars from the other person so yeah and there was a chaotic element because of the children but to be honest i liked it because it kept me on my toes it gave me a little energy and um your boy over here my sweet co-host, he got like a little rhythm down and I got some video of him just kind of swinging his hips back and forth and just really kind of owning the skating rink there a couple of times. Then he would get a little wobbly. He would look a little unsure, but I would say for the most part, Nick got a rhythm. He got a style going on. I, I don't think I've ever impressed Ashley more than the mo the moment in which Ashley thought that I could skate kind of okay. Yeah, I was impressed. She's brought it up over and over again. I thought it was cool. I think of, I, I, you know, unfortunately, uh, like, I don't see you in my mind as a skater. So the fact that you embraced it and you went for it and you were doing it. Well, I, I got was, rhythm. Yeah. I do. You do. It's unfortunate. It's running through me. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that it's in this body. <laughs> um, so we got a good workout skating. And then we went to my favorite restaurant, five-star Michelin rated California Pizza Kitchen. CPK for short. Uh, of course, it was attached to a mall, as all good CPKs are. And uh, we went to this Short Hills Mall, or the mall at Short Hills, as they say. Man, nice mall. Great mall. Love the mall. The CPK had an option to sit outside, but it was directly next to the parking garage, which gives me real weird New York City vibes. I don't understand eating next to 100 cars. Yes, yes, of course. Um, California Pizza Kitchen. We'd been here before. This we, is the CPK that we had visited, and we got the same waitress as we had last we time. We did. We went there. We dropped Ashley's mom off at the airport and went to CPK afterwards, and it was a nice time. I believe we talked to you about it. This time, not cauliflower crust, though. Got regular crust. First time ever at a CPK for Ash and I. Yeah, I loved it. It's good. Absolutely loved it. Um, some fun things happened in the California Pizza Kitchen. One one of our friends tried to order soup, and our waitress was like, "Can't soup machine's broken." And right, we were and, like, and that and we had a person with us who had worked at a California Pizza Kitchen before, and they said that there is no soup machine. So we don't know exactly what's going on. <laughs> what's a soup machine? I don't know. <laughs> like, are a they pot? talking about like a warmer to keep the soup warm? A pot, I'm assuming. It's very odd. So that was, um, it, it was a fun CBK adventure. Then we walked around the mall and it was a blast. Nick got me some sneakers. 
Um, we had a good time. We I, I, all I want to do is have a casual walk around a mall with a couple of friends. You know, I bought Ash some sneakers. Um, I bought some incense at a, at a store called the Zen store. Yeah. Uh, we walked around, uh, I got a cup of coffee. It was, it was, an, it's a nice, this mall has a nice bar inside of it and it has like a, uh, a food court that doesn't have anything like any fast food in it. It's just like all like original cuisine. It's, yeah. It's a uh, bizarre, but it is a, it is kind of fun to walk around it and it makes you feel a little normal walking around this mall. Uh, I was having a good time. Um, Ashley went to Neiman Marcus and bought an expensive pair of sunglasses. I kind of blacked out and bought an expensive pair of sunglasses because I really wanted some nice designer sunglasses. We're moving to LA. I want to be bougie. Um, and I've never bought anything. Have we told you guys that we're going to move to LA? Oh, wow. Yeah. We have, but that's coming up for us. That's our next place. And we're going to adventure there that's our next big thing yeah and, um, uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted in the next in the next couple months here. i just wanted some bougie sunglasses and, and i bought them and you know i'm still on the fence i haven't taken the price tag off we might take them back we'll see we'll see i don't think we're gonna take them back why not because you like them i like them but i'm i'm you know what i got guys this is what i did i got some bougie sunglasses but i got some like what can only be described as sort of I don't want to say they're plain, but like they're brown. They got brown lenses. The shape is a little odd, but nothing like wild. I, I could wear them with a bunch of different outfits. But then I'm sitting here thinking like if you get bougie sunglasses, you know, afterwards I'm thinking this, you should get like very wild, very, these are clearly fashion, fashionable sunglasses, you know, big deal sunglasses. So I don't know. I'm still They're the one thing that I'm still, the jury's still out on. So we'll see how that goes. And then we came home after the mall. We dropped everybody off, came home. Um, love, think, love having a car, by the way. People can get in it. People can get out of it. You can see friends because none of no one we know has a car. And then we came home. We walked the dog. We fed the cat. And we went to the boardwalk. That's right. We went down to Point Pleasant, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, a nice town on the Jersey Shore that has a boardwalk. And Ash and I were basically just sort of um, drawn there to eat something sweet. That was basically our our plan. Is we were going to drive about twenty five minutes south to eat some sort of a hot dough or some sort of an icy cream. That's mm -hmm. that's what we were looking for. And boy, oh boy, did we find it. We went there and uh, kind of walked the boards a little bit, right back and forth. Oh yeah, saw some cool stuff. Saw some cool stuff. I mean, it was popping. It was so was busy. I think we had the idea, like, maybe we'll play some games. Maybe we'll ride some rides. But it was, like, super crowded. Not, it was a very nice Saturday night. Yeah. So, and people were there. And we didn't really do any of the activity stuff except for the walk-in. But we found a, a little stand there. And uh, Ashley and I got some uh, ice cream. Ashley got this pineapple. Dole Whip. I, that was not Dole Whip. Oh, they, they advertised it as pineapple Dole Whip. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that's okay. what the advertisement oh, okay. was. And then she was like, do you want it with a vanilla twist? And I was like, yeah, and it was super good. Yes, and you got a cone of that. And I got, on a whim, I was just going to get the orange version of what Ashley got. But then I saw that there was an advertisement right in the corner for a like a cereal milkshake, which is like they have a few cereals that they will put into a milkshake for you and like blend them up. And I got a Cinnamon Toast Crunch milkshake. And holy shit, it was the best thing I've had in years. Nick lost it. It was so fucking good. And um, then there was like little cinnamon toast crunches at the bottom. Oh, yeah. 
And we basically just got that shit and then ran home. <laughs> we were like, let's get the hell out of here. We were like, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We came home and uh, watched a bunch of Lost and Survivor. And that was basically the day. Right? It was actually perfect in every single way. You enjoyed it. You had a good time. I had a great time. That's I good. ate a lot. Of, I ate poorly that day. And then I kind of ate poorly the next day. And it was like, um, how, how far can we extend this birthday into... You know, because when it's your birthday, you can eat whatever the hell you want. When it's your birthday weekend, you can eat whatever the heck you want. When it's your birthday week, maybe just kind of confine it to a couple of days. But here we are, day three of the birthday train. And I think our plan today is to just eat really well, go to the gym, work it out. And I was off the birthday train yesterday. I know. I can't believe you left me on the birthday food train all by myself. We had options to get out of the birthday food train and you acted like you needed to get back on it. So I didn't I didn't argue. I'm not one of those people who wants to do like a birthday week. You know, I know I just said that about the birthday week, but that's just because (laughs) I feel like that's part of our like culture, this cultural idea where it's like, it's your birthday week. I like doing things on my birthday, maybe the day before, maybe the day after, maybe a nice dinner you know with some people like later but if we can get all the birthday festivities kind of close together I love that I'm a big fan of that so this birthday dinner yesterday was really nice we had sushi on the porch and I was like wow I'm gonna get away with um, just having some sushi and some like fresh food the day after my birthday and then boy oh boy were some delicious cupcakes broken out of the back of the house came in sang me happy birthday if you someone's singing you happy birthday and the candle is stuck in a Reese's um, themed cupcake that's right chocolate and peanut butter what are you gonna do you gotta eat it so I ate it and it was delicious and then I think I came upstairs and laid down it's like wow that took it out of me yeah I was not down with day two birthday. Hated it. Hated yeah. the idea that there was a second birthday. We so birthdayed out the day before. I couldn't wait to get back to non-birthday activities and normal activities. Yeah, get back to normal life, which is what today is. So thankfully, we're back. I on. did it yesterday. You did. I, you did. I, I opted out. As uncomfortable as it was for everybody, I opted out completely on yesterday's uh, events. Ashley ate a big old uh, cupcake and. Uh, <laughs> Boy, it was wild watching Ashley eat this cupcake. I'll be honest. I stared at her the whole time as she picked it up. And it was the biggest cupcake I've ever seen. And <laughs> It was oddly large. I, I, Someone I, in the we're group. We're going to move on from this, but I have to say that. I, I Watching Ashley eat this cupcake, I couldn't believe that she was able to finish this cupcake in one sitting. It was Someone in the group was like, give me a knife. I'm going to cut a cupcake in half. And I was like, oh, that's what we should have done. Right. I'm like, I've got like my face in this giant cupcake. I'm like, right. Uh, yeah. Cut it in half. That makes more sense. I also like the people that br- my sister brought the cupcakes over and it was just like, yeah, cupcakes for you. And then everybody was like, my grandma's like, oh, I'll cut one in half. And then you're like, oh, a cupcake. I'll have the peanut butter. And you're like, jammed in your mouth and like then most of the people didn't eat a cupcake (laughs) yeah that feels like a theme because that happened the day before someone brought cupcakes and i was like okay like we were like saying goodbye to all of our friends and it was like okay we're all gonna have a cupcake and it'll be fun and then i like they sing me happy birthday and i look over and it's just like me and another person (laughs) eating a cupcake and i was like that's something you have to realize when you're adult you can be around the food and have it be fun and festive but then also not have any of it yeah uh, unless it's your time to eat that cupcake 
And I knew that uh, talking about the first cupcake that you were just referring to in the parking garage of the of the mall. Yeah. I knew there was going to be sweetness in our future. It was only like what, like 3 p.m. Yeah. I was like, there's going to be more eating happening at some point in this day. And I I don't want to blow. I hate blowing my sweetness early in the day. Got to wait till like the very end to have the sweetness, because once you've hit the sweet. Where is there? There's nowhere else to go. Yeah. The only place to finish that off is more salty. You don't want to go back to salty. Then you're going to need that sweet again to get that sweetness. Mm -hmm. So when we were in the parking garage, I was like, I'm going to pass on this because I have a feeling I'm going to eat a uh, a cereal flavored milkshake at some point today. (laughs) And I was right. You were. You were right. right. And then my birthday weekend really um, culminated with the crown jewel which was we got to watch our favorite show, Big Brother. Sunday's episode was awesome. I'm loving this season so much. I just went downstairs right before we went to uh, record the pod to make a cup of coffee, and the television was on, and it was playing a commercial for Big Brother, okay? So we don't ever see commercials advertising. Oh, I don't. I never see them. I was shocked at who they chose to highlight in their commercial as kind of like the person that was shown numerous times. Because I have like who I think is a star in my mind. Who do you think they showed multiple clips of? I saw multiple clips of Hannah in I, uh, in uh, in in the gym promotion I saw like yesterday. I saw multiple clips of Hannah, but the person I saw more clips of was Brittany. They had multiple clips of Brittany because she is giving this very enthusiastic, energetic, sort of classic Big Brother diary room interview where she's like, I'm going to win this. And she's got like her arms moving and like they don't know who they're messing with. And I was I, I kind of was like, oh, that's why because we've heard through the grapevine that like the producers of Big Brother really push people to go big in the diary room interviews. And this season, I feel like people have kind of toned down a little bit more it feels like less we don't have your joshes screaming at the camera but Brittany is bringing that sort of old school big brother i'm gonna scream at the camera interview style and i'm like oh it's for the freaking commercials because you, yeah, you cut it up she's grading it's grading on the show I yeah <laughs> but in the commercial it's perfect it's like well now i want to watch this she's she's a cheerleader basically yeah, is me- what's happening meanwhile she's n- not for this game she's unless she starts winning competitions left and right she's gonna go home in the next couple of weeks n- n- people are just like oh yeah we could just throw britney out like that's how britney is being talked about it's just like well, there are these big targets and all that stuff, and then somebody will be like, yeah, but we could just do Britney this week. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, but I kind of like Britney. And people are like, all right, we'll, we'll hold off on Britney. We'll like, hold off. We'll hold off. It's just like she's got no sway in the game at all. You know, something I've seen on Twitter occasionally, I'll see something about someone talking about how this season is boring. Um, I saw Janelle tweet about it. Like, what's going to what? happen? Yeah, did you You didn't see that? No, Janelle needs to shut her mouth. She's well, bitter as hell. She never won this game. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, that's not really. But I, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if other people think this. And people were talking about how, like, there's no action. Like, this season's just another season where the dominating alliance is just kind of moving through it and picking off the people absolutely on the outskirts. Absolutely untrue. These people aren't paying attention. That's absolutely unfounded uh, uh, bullshit that people are saying. I think people are saying that who are just watching the television show and not the live feed. If you just watch the show, you don't really like Big Brother. If I'm you sorry. just watch the show, you're missing out on the show. Yeah. 
you know, because we'll turn the every time we turn the live feeds on, there's someone in the corner having the most intense conversation about how to like get a, a vote or flip this person or make sure this person's out. The only difference is that last night they were doing like a makeup tutorial, which I loved. The live feeds have never been this entertaining, in my opinion. Now, I'll say this. I don't know if you know this, Ash, but like we're pretty new to Big Brother, but I've heard the sentiment a few times that hardcores. Yeah. Only watch Sunday. I mean, only watch Thursday. Oh. They only watch live eviction. They don't even watch. They don't even care about they don't the watch CBS edit. Sunday and Wednesday because yeah. they know all that stuff because yeah. they've seen it on the feeds and they've seen the recaps of the feeds, which I tend to feel that way a little bit. I, I think my life would be a lot easier yeah. <laughs> if I only watched Thursday night. And then just put because I'm listening, I'm watching feeds and I'm listening to um, recaps of feeds, you know, every day. And then you go to like last night, Sunday, and it's like, damn, I uh, oh, the wild card, the nominations. I heard about this like a week ago. I know like, it's the, the game has moved so far from that. Yeah. And, you know, but one thing that you get is you get to see the DRs. You get right. to see the diary room uh, interviews and. Every so often that'll yield something that is like, oh, I didn't actually know the feeling behind the person who made that move. And, and now I do. I feel like last night I didn't get that. I feel like the op, the other the, the previous time I got the diary rooms like on uh, Thursday or, or on Wednesday, like I did feel like, oh, shit, like I kind of now I'm more clear about this one player's intentions or how they're feeling about stuff. But that last night I was hoping that I was going to hear a little bit more from Hannah last mm. night about like that she's playing a stronger game than it seems like she's playing if you're yeah. watching the feeds. Because if you're watching the feeds, it's basically a bunch of people debating whether or not they're going to they're gonna target Whitney or Hannah. And they've been talking about this for two weeks now because they were yeah. pretty much, you know, it was an open and shut case with Brent last week. And it was just like, what are we going to do this week? And it was Hannah, it was Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. And then it became Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. And now it's back to Whitney, but it's still a little up in the air. Yeah. And everybody kind of talks about how Hannah has such, she has such a knowledge of the game. She's such a strong player. She's so smart in this game. And plus she's like, you know, got, you know, she's a brilliant student. You know what I mean? So she's also a very smart person in general, not just with Big Brother. So people are using that as a threat, but she's not that good because she had no idea that she shouldn't be trying to throw you know a, a competitions yeah and, and not be gunning for certain comps or um she just didn't realize that her ass was was on the line a little bit and i think a smarter player would have been able to see that a little stronger people were trying to give her hints yeah Derek x trying to give her hints xavier trying to give her hints all week like dude like Play, play, play. And she was just like, no, it's too early. It's too early. It's too early. And these people and they're are like, like you don't understand. People are clocking the fact that you're laying low on yes, purpose. Yes, yes. And so, um, you know, she is uh, as like these people who who are like big brother historians uh, use these this terminology, which I really like, which is the game meta, which is like thinking about the game while you're playing the game and the rules of that game. Um, and the ways that you can win that game and that Hannah is not playing with current game meta. She's playing right. with meta of the heyday seasons of like, 
you know, seasons two through 15. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and if you get all the way up to uh, the 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 seasons where the game meta has shifted, which is that 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 Derek win, where Cody took Derek and and then Derek beat Cody, that's sort of the new game meta we're playing with, which is like you need to win competitions immediately, stay mm-hmm. on top, don't mm-hmm. lay low, you know you could float, but as long as you can win, but like you need to play, play, play. Because eventually the competitions are actually going to get easier for you because there's going to be less people and you're going to play in more of them. Yeah. But now when you get the opportunity to play in a competition in this early in the game, you must play and you must win. But you don't want to win as much as Christian is winning because this guy is winning too much. I, I disagree. Really? Because every time you win and get power, you're able to structure the house the way that you want. That's true. And you're able but to put the But he's being manipulated in. by... I, I disagree with that as well. Wow. I think he's he has said plenty of times that he's he's acting dumb for the cameras and acting dumb for the... for the But he's not as dumb. Oh my goodness. The thing goodness. that he doesn't have is he's like a uh i don't think he's as big as a fan as a lot of people yeah but he certainly knows what he's doing fascinating Um, and and the person that that is with him Alyssa, is thinking that she completes him in some way yeah and will not get as far in this game if christian doesn't continue to win competitions so she needs him she doesn't want to dispose of him quite yet right and if she brings him to a final two most likely they're going to give it to a woman because this game has there's been so much talk about like let's not have it be like a normal big brother season where a white guy wins yeah right? and they're a straight white guy so yeah that's already been said that's the people the, the players in this game know what america is looking for what twitter is looking for mm-hmm. and they're looking for a non-white man to win this game right like, so I mean, you got to give the people what they want. You don't want to look like a fool being a super big fan. It's like, yeah, we gave it to Christian, even though there was somebody that was a non-white person sitting next to him. Like, you're going to have to give it. So Christian's not a bad person to 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 ride their coattails with the comp wins. Yeah. And then steal it from them at the very end. Mm. So I don't know. I think Christian's in a pretty damn good spot. As much as he's been winning, you don't see that many people in this house saying, got to get Christian, got to get Christian. I mean, there's so much talk of like getting out Whitney and how are we going to get out Hannah? Yeah. You know, even though Christian is on top, but you don't even hear the people being like, okay, and then Christian. It, there was a lot of There's talk about taking, talk about Christian. Taking the Kings out, taking the Kings out, taking the Kings out. There's been like a, who who wants to, who should we take out first, Christian or Alyssa? Who do we want in the jury? People being like, well, we think Christian's more manipulative, m- able to be manipulated and Alyssa might play more emotional. There was that whole conversation that was happening nonstop and Alyssa's going to be bitter if we take Christian out. So we should take Christian out uh, we should take a list sure. out first all i know is my girl tiff yeah likes christian she does and doesn't want a gun for christian really so and tiffany's running the house i think tiff is the underboss i uh it's been pointed out a few times that every single week the person that she has wanted to go home has gone home mm-hmm. you know i mean she hasn't been in in power per se but she's been powerful yeah and uh I really want Tiffany to win this game. I really want Claire to win this game. Yeah. I really want Hannah to win this game. I really want Derek X to win this game. Yeah. Those are the people that I really like in this game right now. Um, Although I don't dislike Xavier. I love Xavier. I like Kylan a lot. I just think Kylan's like a, a teeny tiny bit 
annoying for me to watch a little bit. Like, he kind of fell for a couple of things that I didn't really like that he fell for in the house. Like what? He took the Brent, uh, there's too many girls in this game. Yeah, he stuff. did. There's he too many females that. in this game yeah. to heart. And he's pushing for that. I just think that, like, he might be right. But there's really not a, uh, uh, there actually is not a female alliance. Yeah. So he's actually wrong in right. that way. There, None of the women are thinking in terms of, like, we got to get a girl, we got to get a girl with yeah. us. Like, they're not. The women are not so doing it's a that. Ba- it's a bad read. But, I mean, like, statistically, if you look at the games, it's like, yeah, it does seem like sometimes, you know, the men will team up on the women and vice versa. So yeah. it is something to look at. But I think it was just not smart for him to go around and actually tell some of the women in the house, like, hey, uh, I think we got, you know, like doing the thing that Brent was doing. Right. Like, don't ever follow what Brent did. He made a mis- He made mistakes. Right. Yeah. That's just, that's what you watch to know what not to do. Kylan lost me. And also Kylan lost me a little bit because it seems like uh, Kylan lost Tiffany a little bit, mm. in my opinion. So I think that uh, uh, not having Tiffany be super, super close to you at all times is not smart right now in this game. Uh, but it just, it's come to Tiffany's, uh, you know, t- it's come across Tiffany's desk that Kylan and Sarah Beth are very, very close, possibly closer than Tiffany and Kylan are. And that's not good for Tiffany's game. So now it, people, Tiffany's looking at Sarah Beth hard. You know what I did like about Kylan? My favorite thing about Kylan was watching him explain the plot of Entourage for 30 minutes that on was the, the camera. That was uh, really great. He's a little long-winded in his stories, but that's okay. Listen, I learned something recently, and I don't know if you know this, so I'm just going to tell you. Derek F. was talking on the feeds last night, I think, and something that's been going on with Derek F. is that every time he goes in to vote someone out of the house, he uh, messes up his words in a in a comical way so that people are making like super cuts of him saying I, sentences I, that I sadly uh, I sadly to evoke. Yeah, like I sadly evict to the house, you know, like his his sentence structure is not great. And people are being like, why can't this guy just evict someone? Because what you're supposed to say is, I sadly vote to evict Brent. Well, Those are you, the word. That's the word. Stru- that's the usual word you don't structure have to say that either. You don't have to say sadly vote. To you don't evict. have to. But that's kind of like that's that is the ease. That's like the big brother cheat code for how to evict someone. Um, but he's saying, like, I vote to sadly and I'm going to evict evict and you know he's stumbling and he was saying to christian last night on the feed do you know what i'm about to say he's dyslexic yeah and that's me babe so you can't make fun of me mispronouncing words anymore on the pod he's undiagnosed he thinks he might be he's derek f and i are the same we're both dyslexic we both stumble over our words we don't know that he's dyslexic but i'll tell you it sounds like he is when he does that but somebody did a supercut of all the times that he's messed it up and then another person has taken that supercut and edited each of the times that he has voted and gotten a full and has corrected it based on the pieces from each time. Wow. They like mix and match. <laughs> yes. They cut it up to where That's like they awesome. have the I sadly vote to evict where they cut it up and made it a full clear uh, a statement. I love that. Um, yeah. Derek, Derek F. I wanted a lot more out of Derek F. We'll see if he sticks around long enough. Um, I'll be much more interested in watching Derek X F's game, but to me, he's like he's he's not uh he's not like um 
I don't know. He's on the Jokers, and that 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 takes away. The from Jokers a are a joke. Unfortunately, they're kind of a dump of a team. They're not really making moves. They don't have much power in the house. The problem with Derek F, as far as I can see, you know, we thought coming in that he was going to be like a big fun personality because he does have like a big fun personality on social media. He's a funny guy, but in the house, he's really taking a back seat. People, he doesn't have much power, and he spends a lot of time kind of laying down with his sunglasses on and. <laughs> like if that's what you're doing in the house, it's kind of hard to rally and get behind you because there's so many people who are making really interesting social moves that were like, you kind of forget about Derek F, unfortunately. Now, there's one more thing I want to talk about before we get into um, this Disney show that we watch. There's a new Disney series on Disney Plus. What's it called? Behind the Attraction? Um, and before we get into that, because we watched the first episode of that, I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about Survivor Pearl Islands, because that's what we're watching right now. Um, Sandra's there, Rupert's there, and we are absolutely loving this season. In fact, it's getting to the point where at night, you know, Nick and I, when our day has is over, we sit down on the couch. Lily sits in her chair, which is next to the couch, and she looks at us and she licks her butthole. That's our um that that's our routine. She loves doing that. Yeah, she wants to be near us doing that. And we go, okay, what are we going to watch? And because we like to watch one or two shows, and then. Usually, I'd say for the past month, it's always been lost, 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 lost. We got to watch Lost. Nick brought Survivor in, and now we're having an issue here where I want to watch Survivor a lot of the time. So I would say for every two episodes of Survivor, we're watching one episode of Lost, which is making us making it harder to get through season three. Um, which we didn't, you don't want to make anything, you don't want to add something that makes season three of Lost harder to watch. You know what I mean? But I'm loving the Survivor season. I, for the first time, really despise a Survivor player. And that's never happened to me before. Usually I find them very interesting. Yeah. Who who are you actually talking about? Lil. Oh, yes. Lillian. Yeah. Uh, on uh, Survivor, who's the scout leader. Yeah, I I find her really, really difficult to watch. She's so, um, such an emotional player. Every time she has to make a decision or she's put in a conversation that is like the least bit strategic, a strategic conversation, the faces she makes are like this of like a woman in pain. And it's like, I'm watching her get manipulated by other players. It seems like it seems like that's what's happening. And then her her like emotional, really, it comes down to these these cringy faces that she's making. I'm having a hard time watching her this season, but I'm loving everyone around her. And um, I feel guilty. That's how I feel. I feel like I should I should like her. Nick likes her. I think she's a character. I mean, I'm a big fan of big characters on these shows. I mean, she's definitely a strange weirdo. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing now. This was many, many years ago. She pre- she's an older woman on this show, so I imagine she's much older. Yeah. Um, at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too bothered by her. I. I. You know, she is an underdog. Yeah. So I kind of like the fact that she kind of threw her whole team under the bus. Now that team was already struggling. Yeah. <laughs> so she just the Morgan tribe. She cut the head off a dying horse, basically. Yeah. Uh, is that a saying? I just made it up, babe. <laughs> nice. I'm basically Sawyer over here. You're basically Sawyer over here, which the episode we watched the other night, Sawyer uh, lost a ping pong game to Hurley in which he uh, 
couldn't he wasn't allowed to give nicknames to anybody because yeah. all his nicknames are racist. They didn't say don't be racist anymore. They just said no more nicknames. Say your mm-hmm. name. Yeah, they're either racist or they're like fat phobic. Yeah, insulting. <laughs> yeah, uh, nonetheless. But yeah, I mean Pearl Islands. I mean this is one of the ones that everybody says is great, and I agree. Um, so we're we're getting there. We're like a uh, ten eleven episodes in. I don't know what we're going to watch next. I imagine we'll jump right into another Survivor. I like when we have a Survivor going at all times. Now, there are things that we should be watching that we haven't watched, you know, but... um, Shoulds. We got to get shoulds out of our vocabulary, Um, our TV watching vocabulary. So, yes. uh, Last night, we, uh, after Big Brother, we watched the first episode of a new Disney Plus series called Behind the Attraction, and um, I mean... I think basically the synopsis is like, you know, the attractions at the parks that you know and love in Disney World and Land, uh, they are going to tell us the backstory and give you kind of like a 45 minute long documentary on the attraction. And so the first episode was The Jungle Cruise. I'm very excited to see this movie. I was pulling. Uh, We don't know why. I mean, (laughs) it's funny. Ashley is just all she does when we see people that we don't see every single day is go, you're going to see The Jungle Cruise? And everybody, And people always stop for a second and think like The Jungle Cruise. And then they go, oh, no, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) That's pretty much the answer to everybody. Nobody wants to see this movie, really, except Ashley. And then me, sort of by proxy. I, I like the idea that we're going to go see this movie in IMAX at some point. Yeah, that's right. We're not going to pay for it on Disney Plus premiere. Um, we're going to go see it in IMAX. I like The Rock. I like the ride, the Jungle Cruise. I don't think either of those reasons are good enough to go see the movie. <laughs> so, so, uh, But we're going to see it. Um, but it's Jungle Cruise Mania right now on Disney Plus. So uh, the first episode was behind the attraction, the Jungle Cruise. I'd like to say why I want to see the movie so bad. I'm pumped for this movie. I love the ride. I love the rock. I like when Nick's shaking his head and laughing. I that's, that's what I just said. I and know. You, do you love the rock? <laughs> I don't even think you, you love the rock. You know why I love the rock, babe? Why? For a movie that you refuse to watch. The reboot of Jumanji. I love that so much. I will watch that. I will watch that. You said you won't watch that unless we watch the first Jumanji first. (laughs) And I don't want to rewatch the first Jumanji with Robin Williams because it makes me sad. No, but there's two of the second ones. There's two of the second ones. So I would watch the new ones. You Wait a minute. I would. I would. Yeah. This is news to me. Well, it shouldn't be. I've been saying it every single day. I wake up, I whisper in the ear, I go, it's Jumanji time. You want to watch it? I can't wait to watch the fucking Jungle Cruise. I love the African Queen. I love that movie, which we learn in this documentary that um, it is based off of, the Jungle Cruise ride is based off the African Queen, a movie Nick has never seen. And I just, Humphrey Bogart and um, what's her name? Oh my God. Come on. What's her name? Babe? Kate, Catherine Hepburn. Thank you so much. Um, and I just love, I don't, I love going on the Jungle Cruise. It's cheesy. I would love to work it. I'd love to be an operator. It's always a ride I enjoy. So I was really interested in this behind the attraction show because Disney Plus, their documentary series that we've watched so far have been pretty exceptional. We've watched some really good documentary series docu-series on that channel specifically the Imagineers docu-series um and then there was one about the the golden years of Disney I forgot the name of that do you remember the one that was about like the little mermaid and like the slump 
that Disney yeah, went through. I remember. It was just about like the art, the art of the yeah, 80s. the animation team that kind of brought Disney into its like second coming. Um, so I was pumped about this docu series, and I love the rides that they're covering. The first episode's the Jungle Cruise. I think the second one is the Haunted Mansion. They definitely do uh, Star. They do Star Tours. I think they do um, Space Mountain. They have like a good grouping of rides and so i was pumped to get into it and i don't know if um each episode if the the tone will be stylized to meet the ride i'm hoping that's what we find out because the tone of this one was so sort of like kidsy and wacky and that it wasn't it it I would like a tonal shift for the next episode. I don't think you're going to get that tonal shift because what you're looking for is Defunct Land. Yes. And Defunct Land does these documentaries on these attractions, but they don't pull punches. It's not just about Walt being such an amazing guy that I can't believe he's so interested in animals that he, you know, is uh, so incredible and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it it tells you like the ups and the downs. I mean, Defunct Land is definitely not like doing hit pieces on Walt Disney, but it's definitely not going to, it's, it's a little dirtier, a little grittier, not well, for children. It feels more like a documentary where this at times felt like a commercial specifically for the movie. I mean, they had lots of interviews with the rock in there and um, it just kind of felt like a, Hey, don't forget, we have a new movie coming out. It's the jungle cruise. So, and then also like not to spoil it for you guys, but there, should I tell them about the guy? The man that I loved. Yeah, go ahead. So there's just like a sweet man that they're interviewing throughout the the episode who his parents donated like a big, his grandparents donated a big palm tree when Disneyland was originally built. And he was a Jungle Cruise operator and he was really the highlight of the episode. And then at the end of it, it was like this episode is dedicated to, and it was that man who had just passed a few months ago. And I was like, that is. (laughs) (laughs) I started laughing pretty hard only because when that man showed up the first time, in the middle of the documentary talking about his palm tree Ashley went oh I loved and, him and she was hooked into him and then at the very end we were already established that this wasn't as exciting as we wanted the show to be and at the very end as like a little sting at the end they were like and that you know that man that you loved he's now dead g'day yeah. goodbye yeah. and then yeah. Ashley's like oh <laughs> I just started <laughs> laughing just because it's just like oh they were there's like a last just kicking the nuts right at the end of this fucking show. But yeah. you know, that being said, I am gonna watch the Haunted Mansion one. I do love anything Haunted Mansion. I would love to watch the Haunted Mansion. And one I imagine as well. that the tone is gonna be the same. I really I do. would like if they did a spooky tone. I thought what was kind of fun is you got to see current Imagineers were the talking heads in and in that interviewees. is cool. Yeah. And you never really get to see them. You you always get like the classic ones that you see who like Yeah, you get the old the school guys. But these are like young people who are imagineers right now and and it was fun seeing all the different uh skippers or whatever at the um on the jungle cruise doing their their jokes and all that stuff and you got to see like just quick cuts of like different like home videos of different ones and like the style that they did and even one of the imagineers who was was a jungle cruise uh skipper at one point you got to see him you know working way back in the day and it was that was kind of fun i enjoyed that part of it yeah i loved that 
And I loved, you know, when we watch these documentaries and you're seeing the old Imagineers, they're always, you know, these like pillars of Disney. They're always these old white men. And I got to say, the Imagineers they got now, it's a diverse cast, which was nice to know. It's like, okay, Disney is moving forward uh, with the, the times, even behind the scenes. So that was refreshing. And they did mention the culturally inappropriate stereotypical characters that are on the Jungle Cruise that have been uh, are being removed from the Disneyland version of the of the ride. Yeah, they did. They did mention it. They didn't really explain. They just were like, yeah, and we had some characters that shouldn't be there. Like it was a different time. And then they moved on. But they didn't have um, which I thought was interesting. They didn't have like the whole cannibal aspect that is uh in the jungle cruise and disney world where like the the quote-unquote native people are cannibals who are like trying to attack right they just had they just showed the guys I think they just skipped over that they skipped over like the most offensive of the yeah, they, um they showed like the 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 like uh, the trail the guides who are running up the tree and then i think the point there was like look their costumes are maybe not the most culturally right. appropriate yeah. but they didn't get into the the whole cannibal thing but that's what you get with the old disney you get some of the good some of the bad folks that has been our episode thank you so much for listening um we'll be back next week with another uh installment of nick and ash's wild adventure uh, but until then, you you enjoy yourself. You stay safe out there. And uh, if you're in a uh, place with a widespread of uh, this uh, this Delta variant. I was wondering if we were going to get through the whole episode without bringing it up. But here we go. Go, go ahead and wear that mask and target now, guys. Okay. Bye. Whoa, Thank bye. you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. bye.